All right, guys, before we get started, I just want to let you guys know that this episode is going to be our feedback on the vice president debate between Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. I want to let you guys know that uh, we definitely have some strong opinions and stuff in here. But as always, if you have any sort of feedback, don't hesitate to reach out. All right. Enjoy. The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, objective, and often comedic approach to the human condition. In keeping with this, the use of expletives, crude humor, and references to harsh realities are a commonplace. If you find any of this to be offensive, please, please, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show. Okay, I think we're on now. Before we keep, before we go forward or get forward, I want to apologize if you hear any banging noises or whatever upstairs. Uh, my neighbors upstairs in my apartment are running all over the goddamn place, and uh, it's pretty annoying. So. Well, that's what you get for being a goddamn peasant and living in an apartment <laughs> complex, you big bitch. Poverty sucks, man. I swear to God. Whatever. <laughs> You got like vaulted ceilings and your shit's real nice, but it don't change the fact that my like semi skanky cul-de-sac is occupied by a singular house that I, I reside in. <laughs> if it's pitter patter, it's my ass or the pit bulls. There's pitter patter, it's my ass. Yeah, there's some extreme pitter patter going on upstairs, and uh, I, I want to beat the kids and, and give them Nyquil and make them go to sleep. <laughs> Uncle so. Quill, Uncle Quilly is coming. <laughs> Uncle Quilly's coming over. He's like, take a drink. <laughs> like, why am I always tired when Uncle Quilly comes over? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, fuck annoying kids, man. Oh. Uh, so, how about this debate, man? Let, let's hear. It. What What do you think of it? Well, I mean, obviously, okay, if. It's a debate. So let's look at it in terms of it a debate. It actually because, was a debate. Yeah. And so let's look at it in terms of a debate and not any kind of like pointed political thing. It was quite obvious that Kamala Harris is the more erudite fucking, um, I, I guess, ferocious, litigious, um, I mean, just a better natural fucking debater. Mike Pence is a fish out of water when it comes to debating, and it's quite obvious. Now, whenever the the one thing I will say is that Pence is the fact that he's a corpse, like that he is a he is a a walking fucking corpse, played in his favor because he's relatively unshaken. You know, like he doesn't get rattled by much. And he's able to stay on track. Whereas like, if you compare that to like Trump or Biden, those motherfuckers go chasing windmills over everything, but he really pressed uh, Harris on the packing, the Supreme court thing. However, Kalu, I figured all this out, figured it. I figured it completely out on my own without any help. I see people saying it on Facebook. Like it's some kind of, contentious thing like mm-hmm. oh 
Mike Pence really pressed her on uh, whether she was going to pack the Supreme Court or not, and she didn't answer. Okay, do you know why that is? The reason why is in debating. That is a tactic that works in your favor, especially if you're trying to be persuasive. Mm -hmm. Don't answer a question that is invariably going to alienate an enormous swath of who you're trying to reach out to. Mm -hmm. So a non-answer to the demographics that you're hell motherfucking yes. Mm -hmm. And, and we both know good and goddamn well that old Republican ass Biden and Harris, cause they are, they're, they're old school Republicans. Like, you know, even mm-hmm. probably right of Reagan, actually definitely right of Reagan. Reagan was all about taking guns away and shit, but, um, they're old. And giving them to the it. Taliban. Fuck Reagan. Go on. Ain't that the goddamn truth? The Iran Contra scandal fucking six, six, six ass. But, <laughs> um, they are right of Reagan and anybody that contests that is fucking stupid. You just mm-hmm. don't understand, you know, social policy as it pre- pertains to the executive branch of the United States. But, uh, these Republicans that are running on the Democrat ticket, as has been the case the past several times, um, are absolutely not going to up upend a what is it a hundred and fifty five year old I, I I don't know how long it's been established that we had uh, nine Supreme Court justices. Yeah, yeah. I, You're I, asking I don't me. Know. I don't know how long. I don't know either. I I have I, I feel like I heard to mention that. But I could be making that up. Like John Hancock could have come up with that shit. Oh, he said like 120 something years on uh, on, having the same number of Supreme Court justices. Okay, well, I think that was they're not. You and I both know that two establishment, we'll call them centrists for the sake of discussion, because when I call them Republicans, people that are kind of fringy, like don't like them. Uh don't want to be associated with that. So we'll say, we'll say these centrists, these corporate centrists are absolutely not going to upend a a hundred and something year old precedent for the number of Supreme court justices. They're just fucking not. Yeah. But what they're also not going to do is allow the Trump Pence campaign to back them into a corner on a question that they know good and well will again, cut their throat with regard to, if you say, yes, uh, I am, that is our intent. You alienate moderates immediately. You alienate moderates and a lot of Republicans that don't like Trump. And there are a whole lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but immediately alienate them by saying yes on some shit like that. Libertarians, yeah. all, all kinds of people are yeah. like constitutionalists, um, which a lot of there's a lot of overlap with this shit. Absolutely. And if you, you say, and if you say no, if you say no, whenever we're talking about the potentiality for overturning Roe v. Wade, um, 
then you automatically alienate. I will say liberals. Um, yeah, I think le- you're gonna, yeah, leftists as well, like conventional leftists as well. Even though I will say, I think conventional. What what is actually defined defined as being a leftist? We're kind of past that point. We're like y'all are y'all are chasing windmills on these uh these fucking uh like emotion based issues. These little like pet issues that they parade around every yeah. election cycle as a basis for stirring up emotion. But mm-hmm. um, by saying no, and again, this is. My very long-winded explanation about something that was just relatively simple, but uh, you say no, and then automatically you, in the eyes of left-wing and and liberal and establishment Democrats, have betrayed something incredibly sacred, and you cannot fucking do that. Like mm-hmm. that's not a goddamn option. So by not answering that. They very well. I know good and goddamn well she gained v- votes tonight. Yeah, I know by not answering that fucking question, she definitely didn't lose any. Yeah, but people were tr- people are trying to act like she's being deceptive, and it's funny honky bullshit that I see on Facebook. Like, yeah, yeah, he he pressed her on it, and she wouldn't answer. She, it's because she knows that them socialists is gonna get in there and they're gonna do that. Motherfucker, I wish they would, but that's not yeah, going to happen. It's not going to, man. No, I want it to. Like, yeah. I want that. I, I will tell them I want that to come to fruition, but I just sincerely don't believe that's going to happen. And it's not because uh, really they don't give a fuck about us. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the debate. Now, what yeah. what was your big so, takeaway? All right. So I, I was really focusing on while. Well, I, I pretty much knew where they both stood politically. What I wanted to see was was discourse. What I wanted to see was an actual debate, was um, people uh, listening. Yes, there was going to be some firing back. Yes, there was going to be some cutting in. But the, the EQ, the, uh, the, the maturity, in my opinion, on both sides um, was vastly different this debate than it was. We'll, we'll say time. composure. We'll say composure. Composure. OK, that's fine. Composure. Um, there were, I I really (laughs) wish that both of them weren't, they didn't play so much like kind of like lap dogs, you know, it felt like Pence did that more, but that's because I feel like I've seen him do that all the time, you know, where where it kind of, and, and I think it's because of the way that Trump's personality is like when I see people talk about Trump like that and like, well, it's almost like they're saying like, well, daddy just takes care of the, you know, takes care of everything, you know, daddy takes care of me and does so much stuff. And I just, I, I feel like he was kind of throwing the dude on, on stage, you know what I mean? And I'm just not a fan of that. And I know that Kamala was also just like Biden, Biden, Biden. I know they're pr- pretty much ambassadors for their, for their uh, presidential or for their potential, you know, for their running mates and stuff like that. But it just felt different. But well, it- and Pete and Pete game, like mm-hmm. honestly, her being a platform for Biden served a greater purpose than her just absolutely trouncing Pence. Like, yes. that's low hanging fruit. So yeah. why not use that as an opportunity to advertise? And that's and that was what I was going to say, because there have been so many slip ups on Biden's part. 
I think that he needs to have a person like Kamala Harris to like clarify, you know, to help uh, even even somewhat simplify when there were certain things that that he couldn't explain. And it's not that he didn't know how to explain it. There was just so many goddamn interruptions in the first well, uh, and, election and, that it made it. And impossible. he does have a speech impedimment, too. He, he, yeah, he does kind of like fuck, he yeah. has a legit fucking stutter that has gotten better as he's gotten older. Yeah. But he does have a legit speech impediment that yeah. we oftentimes don't take into account. And yeah. people are I see them say like, oh yeah, when they asked him this question, he he kind of stumbled over his words. What to be quite honest with you, mm-hmm. this the shit show of a debate that we last had, that's the sharpest I've seen Joe Biden. It don't well, matter it don't matter if there was a lack of like genuine like discourse or content. Yeah. He was as sharp as I've ever fucking seen sure. Joe Biden. Well, in the past fucking 5 years. Yeah. Um it was a uh, the, the big thing that like I said that that it really came down to me was was going to be about composure. How they answer the questions how they actually gave each other time, how they defended themselves. I thought that that was great on both sides, how they defended themselves. Um, there was some really good points that, that I thought that Kamala brought up with uh, making people remember and actually like not treating the COVID deaths like, like it's just some small statistic because that's what it felt like the last time. Like she really made it clear, like these are lives that are gone. You know what I'm saying? And the way that she sort of explained the magnitude and the, uh, and if you want to call it the failures and all that kind of stuff, I think it was really telling when she when she did that. Um, I think it's going to help a lot of the undecided voters right now, especially in those swing states and those battleground states. This is I think this definitely helps uh, Biden way more than it does Trump. Um, and it, it's if this is the last debate that that they're going to do because of Trump's health, um, I don't think it's I don't think it's a good sign, man. I really it's don't not, think it's, a good sign. it's not. And I never, I really, if you had, if you had presented me with this as what was going to transpire. Yeah. Four months ago, yeah. four months ago, you let me, I would be like, no, I'm prepared. no. I was prepared for a Trump win. Straight I, up I too. was too. And <laughs> it's really like, and I'm not going to take it for fucking granted. And I don't think, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are taking it mad serious. Like they're like, nope, fuck this dude. We're getting yeah. him out and we'll figure it out later on. Like that's the consensus across the fucking board. Yeah. But uh, it, it's looking fucking bleak because yeah. all, by, by most objective um, political analysis, mm-hmm. like if you take that, average or you know kind of compile all of these opinion-based analyses mm-hmm. and kind of derive a mean from those yep it is generally accepted that this the shit show of a presidential debate that we had mm-hmm. hurt trump even before the numbers came out showing yeah. that it hurt trump yep. they were saying Oh yeah, this does not bode well for him. Like yeah. it, it doesn't hurt Biden, but it, but it does hurt him. Trump. Even if it doesn't help Biden mm-hmm. directly, the, how how badly it harmed Trump obviously does help Biden. Mm-hmm. And then what happened tonight 
regardless of how you want to look at it, because I even, again, I, I, I've got people that are buying it hook, line and sinker. Like it wasn't a joust. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't a debate is a debate. And there are techniques that are involved with it. It's not as though, I, I don't know who these people are that think, Oh, two people get on stage and compare facts. That's not what the fuck a debate necessarily is. There's no. a lot of rhetorical elements yeah. that are utilized in debating. So mm-hmm. by that rubric, by what happened tonight, and again, I, I don't fucking like Biden or Harris. I just really think Trump is toxic. It's that simple. Um, but I do not like Biden or fucking Harris. Never have. But in my opinion, if I'm honest with myself, I think it is two zero as far as debates are concerned for the Biden Harris campaign. And I never thought now I could imagine that that Kamala would climb on pits, but I would never have imagined that we would be where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah, I did not. I'm kind of like throwing my hands up right now. Like, wow, this is this is bonkers right now, man. Well, and Uh and also I just want to give a shout out both. I want to give a shout out to Mike Pence who took a big, hard doo doo and burst a blood vessel in his left eye right before (laughs) he went on stage. And then also the unsung hero of the debate, the fucking fly, the the fly, AKA delicious raisin that landed on Mike Pence's head. (laughs) And I wasn't certain it could escape due to the fact that that motherfuckers shit was palmade Johnny Bravo to fuck up. Like I was like, if he rocks this fly through perpetuity, (laughs) then he, then I might vote for Trump. And there might be enough for me. I'm like, all right, Pence is the chosen one. I'm going to have to go ahead with this, but it's like it flies like him. And so do I. Yeah, man, honey, sweet (laughs) as honey, baby. But no, it was, a. it, that was that was actually pretty funny looking. I thought there was something on my screen for a second. I was like, wait a minute. What? Wait, what? Um, th- you know, I wanted to talk about. Yes, I know it's it's very easy just from where everyone stands to want to shit on one or the other. But I really, really, really want to give him credit, dude. I've got to give him credit. Um I thought he, I thought he was going to get his like ass absolutely handed to him. It's not saying that he did great. But I, I think it's more of I was expecting Kamala to just go psycho on the offensive, and she didn't. Well, and, uh, and it that made was him look calculated. A bit yeah, I thought. Yeah, just like we had said, I think it was calculated. Yeah, I think I, every, I, I think he was prepared for her to go ham on him. You know. Oh yeah, and, and uh, again, that would have like, taken away from everything. Dude, one hundred percent, and I believe this with every stitch of my existence that the plan was. Dude, and it it doesn't even take a middle school education to to look at and interact with or observe Kamala Harris and Mike Pence and tell that it's an enormous mismatch when we're talking about a debate. It doesn't yeah. matter if we're debating what, what's better, Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. Kamala Harris is going to be more persuasive. Yeah. So they they, they say he was like a news reporter. That's what he did, was before. Do what? Wasn't he a news reporter before he became a governor? Oh, I don't know. To be quite honest with you, I sworn was he, a news anchor. Or some I, knew, shit like that. I know he was on Johnny Quest for quite. Fucking a time. hell! 
little lady. <laughs> that shit was the jam, dog. I love the fucking those bongos and shit at the beginning. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, any anybody who's being reasonable and isn't being one of these that's getting caught up in the pageantry of it, like this is the Bachelorette. Like anybody that's treating this like anything other than the tango that it was, you know, the maneuvering that it was, is missing the bigger fucking picture. And and 100%, the tactic on Biden-Harris side was, okay, we... This is a huge mismatch for us. So what you're going to do is she 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 tried she did the holier than thou thing and man eyes Kamala Harris's eyes and then you look at Mike Pence and he's got the burst blood vessel from the hard stool problem that he's God. dealing with and you're like Oh my God, like this is a lizard person. And then this is a a, a feeling human being. Like I could tell she was full of shit, but she was real convincing about it. You know, I could tell that he wasn't, he's not, he wasn't used to being around women, like powerful women like that. Oh, and like, and and I, I, I have this feeling like, man, I think Kamala even inspired his wife, man. She's going to be like, don't you fucking talk to me like that. I mean, how many times she sunned him just being like, I was talking. I was like, God damn, dude. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. lots of women being like, hell yeah. I mean, it's you know, we're laughing about it now, but like when you look at the the optics of that, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty powerful hearing her like it's it's this lady telling the vice president of the United States. Hey, shut up. I'm talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was ex- excuse me. Excuse, excuse me. I'm speaking. I'm, I'm oh, speaking. Dude, that was powerful as hell, man. And, and uh and I and think that he's going to go home and angry bang his wife, dude. He's going to he's going to angry he's bang. Not he's going to go home and shamefully <laughs> masturbate in it to to memory in a dark corner, and it's a memory of a picture that he drew when he was eight. And he's going to sit in a dark corner of his musty ass fucking basement oh, with that I can't raisin on that his fucking head. Dark, he said that to me. Yeah, and he's going to beat off. No, that's fucked up. But I'm dead serious about that part about him not. I, I it just didn't seem like he was around powerful women like that man because it it was just she was sunning him on some of that stuff. Every just every time he would you know he would try to cut her off. I mean, I, and I think that was also part of the tactic um, because I also do think that that was a um, if you want to call it an interview for for a presidential run in 2024. I've been saying that if if Biden and uh, and Harris win like it's going there's way too much young talent on the left that's going to sway even people on the right. I think it's way too young or way too like they've got some like forward thinking ideas and stuff like that. And I think it's going to pull some people over and, and people are going to remember the type of person not not even the presidency, because I think that you have to be at a certain point. Um, you have to be at a certain point sometimes to feel the um, to feel the effects of, of of a president, you know, like either really, really, really poor or really, really, really rich, like hundreds of thousands of dollars or something like that to really feel the effect. And the people in the middle just always seem to get like left alone. And I think that the, these younger people are going to have more ideas that really fit the middle class. And I think it's going to sway a lot of people. And I think that 
people are going to really stop caring so much about like, oh, am I going to forget about my economic or and financial and all this future because of someone's thought because of someone's thoughts on fucking babies. If I don't want abortions, then I'm just not going to go have one. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it so, why do you have to put your political future on, on someone to make a choice that you can just make on your own? If you don't want to have one, then don't have one. You know what I'm saying? So does, do you get what I'm saying right there, Chris? Oh yeah, absolutely. And so but- um, I think that it, for the coming years, if there is a democratic president, I think you're going to see a very, very, very long string of democratic presidents from here on out. The or, Republican or Party what, has or, to change badly. Or, or what we call Democrats. Or Again, what we call them, yes. Yeah, exactly. what, what, what you're seeing is a shift again back to kind of reagan era definition of what a republican is mm-hmm. it's a it's a, a sleeker modern adaptation of the republican party so it, it again i can't help but feel like it's all collusion between everybody at the top on yeah. some level and so they're all playing their fucking role as we proceed and yeah. the changing of the guard entails Let's trick people into thinking, again, the purveyor of Reaganomics, of trickle-down, that, you know, if if we give tax breaks and facilitate greater wealth and well-being on the behalf of the top, you know, tenth of a percent or top one percent even, then that money is going to trickle down and create jobs and it, mm. it, it's going it's going to facilitate this this amazing environment where where everybody has jobs and roles yeah. this utopia yeah and and again that was derived from republican concepts back when republicans were on the political spectrum where co- conventional democrats are currently mm-hmm and yeah. and they're parading around bullshit like I, I, again i know i've been absolutely shocked by the trump presidency but if i'm right that this is part of some semi orchestrated event mm-hmm. for it to play out this way um i'm intended to be shocked by it yeah but yeah. but the the fucking tango that we're seeing whereby they're, they're saying we might, they might overturn Roe v. Wade. I, again, I've been shocked more yeah. than I have by any other presidency, but I would be absolutely completely shocked if that were to transpire. Yeah. Completely shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's one thing that he said there that uh, Pence said, uh, when they asked the question that the little kid asked and, and he said it in a, in a nicer way. Um, he was saying that, you know, at the end of the day, we all want, you know, we, we argue and we do all this other stuff, but at the end of the day, we're all like friends and want the best for the country. The translation I got was like, at the end of the day, we're all still like, we're buddy buddies out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you can see how Obama's in the club. You know what I mean? How he and he and Bush are buddies, you know, and oh, yeah. you see all all like once you get to that point, once you're in that club, man, it's it's just very, very different. Man, you see the world differently. 
And I think that that is that is the real truth that he's trying to say. But of course, he's going to say, you know, we're going to try and take care of each other, because when you're at the point of where Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris and Mike Pence are, anyone can be president. You're going to be just fine. You know what I mean? You're going to be. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be sitting way pretty. Well, yeah, it's it's irrelevant. And and for the most part, it's designed to it not just maintain the well-being and wealth of what amounts to little dynastic fiefdoms. Yes. Um, but expand it. No, oh, it's definitely to expand it. But it's kept close. You know, it's uh, people marry within their circles like there are two Americas and mm-hmm. The, the two Americas um, are in no way equ- equitable when it comes to distribution of resources. And it's it, it serves no fucking purpose. And I don't understand why guys that make thirty five thousand dollars a year on Facebook fucking campaigning for mil- billionaires and millionaires like like you have to protect their fucking money from taxes Mm -hmm. and we won't even go down the rabbit hole on you know how much trump paid like who gives a fuck i already goddamn knew that it was like that but to have people who are struggling themselves laud individuals for being able to work the system and not pay their fair share of taxes, but at the same time will shame someone for receiving public assistance. Mm -hmm. What kind of fucking ridiculous cognitive dissonance do you have to be sipping on in order for that to be your stance on things? Yeah. Yeah. It's real interesting. I want to ask, like, do you think, um, do you think that anything has changed in favor of of Harris or or Pence in, in terms of like results of this? I, I, it's it's fair to assume that you believe that uh, Harris whooped that ass tonight. Is that is that kind of what I'm thinking? Well, it, again, it wasn't it, it wasn't. I, and I hate to say it like this because it's not the Mets versus the goddamn Yankees. That's a problem with a lot of this stuff. So I'm sorry for asking it. Like, who well, no, no. I mean, it, it is at this point. If it was. Bernie Sanders VP candidate that was debating, then it it would it would have more legitimacy to me. But I'm I'm working in terms of it it almost being like you know a team type thing. It it kind of is to me at this point. Um, and again, the only reason why I am voting against Trump is because he's so fucking toxic, and I just. Yeah want him the fuck out of office. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what the status quo's wanted all along or not, but that's what they're getting. But I, I will say that um, coming out the end of this, I think it's pretty clear that if, if you, if you in any way have your hands full with the individual that you are currently debating, you're not going to have time to reference a third party not associated with the debate as often as Kamala Harris fucking did. Yeah. Like she would take the time and, and again, not to say at all because Pence referenced Trump continually. Like that's, yeah. that's what, that's what he did is that reference. His, yeah. That was his script to go yeah. by. And, and Harris has a script too, dude. Like if Harris, 
Harris is the type that is very good when she does have a script because you saw it in the dem in like the democratic um, like debates where the moment she went off script, the moment where she couldn't attack, she got railroaded. And I think seeing her like she was completely unable to recover from it. But this time that she is on the she with her being on the campaign trail. All right. This is the only debate. I mean, if there were more, I think that she would have that team that would keep her consistently scripted. I think you would get the same type of performance out of her every single time. And I thought that she did, you know, really, really, really well because of that. There was one thing that she was saying, um, you know, the, the parts where uh, Pence was saying, like, oh, my God, that's that's simply not true when she when she brought up the thing and i was like i, I want to see what's going to happen I, I was telling myself i want to see what's going to happen when she brings up uh trump not denouncing the white supremacists and hearing pence say that's not true you know all of america was like bro where were you when he said when he you know during that time because everyone saw that he didn't say it you know and you know and she she pretty much let him have it for it you know i thought it was really, really good seeing that happen. You know that she was trained by her team to handle that kind of stuff. I think that if she wasn't on the script, I think that she was just going completely on on her own. She probably would have gone in a little bit more. And I think that could have opened the door for some, you know, comebacks or some other type of thing that can get her into another situation that she other that she probably shouldn't be. Well, and but to be quite honest with you, again, I, I, I I've never at any point, regardless of who he's debating or who he's interacting with <clears throat> have considered Mike Pence an orator on Absolutely any level. Not. Like yeah. he's subpar. You could take the average motherfucker and, and, and give them reasonable preparation mm-hmm. and they could defeat Mike Pence in a fucking debate that you just goddamn could. So what ended up happening is, um, obviously the, the periodic jabs and, uh, and taking taking the moral high ground um, was a big part of both of their rhetoric. Uh, but I will say Kamala Harris was much more uh, charismatic about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike Pence has the charisma of a fucking russet potato. Yeah, yeah for real, too. He does. I was so, going to say number two pencil, but yeah, russet potato is pretty close. Dude, but... And again, that that plays a fucking role. So what you saw was an individual debating someone who on on the merit of their personal appearance, charisma, just general air that they give off. And then also composure. I mean, she's a fucking high level attorney, like amazing fucking attorney. Um. But she took the time. It wasn't, it wasn't, well, Joe Biden is going to do this and Joe Biden is going to do that. It wasn't the same type of rhythm and approach that, that Pence was approaching it from when referencing the, the president. When she would do it, she would stop, look at the fucking camera mm-hmm. and say, the policy, Joe Biden, we care about you, whatever it may be. So intermittently, we saw what amounted to a legitimate campaign ad for Joe Biden. The same cannot be said for Mike Pence. 
even though he referenced Trump several times, there was no amount of of genuine adver- advertisement associated with Pence as it translates to Trump's brand, if that makes any sense. Whereas Kamala Harris turns again like it's a fucking commercial and says what amounts to some scripted, like touchy feely bullshit. And then proceeds to, you know, continue the debate. And I thought that was very telling as well. That mm-hmm. that's their fucking strat that's their strategy on it. Yep. And I do not know I do not know what Trump and Pence's strategy is. The only thing I can hypothesize is scare people into voting for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's what you're going to see, you know. That that same thing is kind of happening in the um, when you see the uh, commercials for uh, the the McConnell commercials where he's going against McGrath. He's like, she's too liberal for Kentucky, and I'm sitting here. I like, wish she was. Uh, like, yeah, was I'm like, so wait, sick what? of this shit. I'm yeah, listen. He's scaring <laughs> people into you know, scaring people into voting for them, and I think that that same thing is going to happen. But I don't it's, think. Where I think where people are past being like people are I get I see when people were scared of uh, of Hillary for whatever reason, like they were they were scared of of Hillary. Like I, I see them. I don't see any kind of I think everyone is already rooted in who they want to vote for. And I think the last thing on the minds of the, the voters that you're actually trying to get in the battleground states, I don't think fear is the thing that it, that's. um that kind of sw- that's supposed to sway them. I feel like th- those who get it understand they've got they've got more power than everyone else in, in terms of their their voting power. Well, uh, and and if they're relatively comfortable with the, yeah. if, if it's not high stakes for them, like say yeah. it's mi- middle America moderate white people, mm-hmm. right? So what are they going to vote on the basis of? They're moderate as fuck. Yeah. They're kind of indifferent, whatever. Like you know, I don't really like abortion, but you know, I. It's a. Uh, I feel like a woman should have a right to choose, but it should yeah. be under medical guidance. You know, there's a lot of them kind of fucking people, yeah. so they're gonna vote on the basis of who they fucking like better. Yeah, and I love that. I will say this too. Um, it, it's so hard for a lot of these politicians to put their personal feelings aside, and I thought that that was the. It, it's the same reason why I'm why I'm pro-choice. It's because it's just not my fucking call. There's no other reason. And I think that Kamala Harris, she was just like, yeah, I believe that it's a woman's right to do things from her, you know, for her body. Why is that so hard or so wrong to, to be on board with? It just blows my mind that, that it's such a hard concept for people to understand. If it's I'm the same not- thing for gay marriage. Like, I don't care what they do. I just don't want the government's doing shit in my bedroom. Well, you know what I'm saying? That's it. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be, I could be spreading uh, lies like Joe Rogan did, and he had to apologize, Poor which guy. I appreciated. Yeah, appreciate I mean, it, fuck, but... walk it back. That, that's yeah, but the then whole Spotify thing, but... was trying to cancel him, and fuck Spotify. Yeah, fuck. And I will say, fuck liberal. Spotify for. Look, they a bunch of hoes over at Spotify yeah, for that shit. Like, come yeah. on now, but um. Fuck! I've done gone on a diatribe about fuck Spotify and Joe Rogan and stuff. Now I can't remember, 
Um, you're, you're probably talking about her her record on abortion. Um, God fucking damn it! We can get we can move to another to another thing. So when they were talking about like the Supreme Court, um, do you think that they should just wait? I mean, it's it's they are in, in the middle of an election. I just it just makes sense in my opinion. And if and I really hate everyone's like, well, you did it back then. Well, you did it back then. Let's just focus on right now, dude. It's just it's okay for people to have a change of heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, stakes are a little bit different. I, kn- I know that the his uh, I know I, I'm gonna say no because straight up the the person that he's trying to his nominee is not qualified to be a lifelong yeah. member of the highest court in the fucking yeah, I saw the things nation. She's associated with. She's yeah. not, well, it, it just in general, she just doesn't have the fucking chops. Yeah. She just goddamn does it. But, but what she does, she's easy. She's easy to puppeteer though. Yep. yep. She's easy to get to. And, and that's part of it is not having the chops means that, um, you can be controlled. Whereas like when you had, um, um, fuck, what was his name? Scalia. Scalia. Yes. It, individuals like that, regardless of their political affiliation, tend to not be as lapdoggy because they are so full of their own fucking shit by that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, 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 to me, getting somebody in there, it, like her is less about the hysteronics of overturning Roe v. Wade. I think that's real low on their priority list. I yeah, think that's something that is too. But what's high on their priority list is getting a uh, a fucking strong fucking majority in the Supreme Court and pa- and allowing legislation or laws to pass that uh, that better facilitate their agendas. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I don't think that the Democrats have any problem with that. I really don't. I think it's a bullshit thing that's dangled in front of us. Yeah. I don't think they fucking care. Mm-hmm. I really I think, don't think they do either. I, 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 I think that overturning Roe v. Wade, I, and again, I could be completely wrong, and I'm sure that there's people that, is, that are going to listen to this that are like, Chris, that's very serious. That's a serious thing. It's a very real potentiality. We've seen this stuff with Trump. Obviously, that's that's a fucking possibility. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a possibility. But there's like an, a damn near infinite number of possibilities. Yeah. And again, like I said, this last three and a half years going on four years of this motherfucker to me, might I mean, it might be a deliberate thing to do to our population, so that we come running back to the other abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Like we we dated we dated somebody that was totally different than anybody that we dated before, yeah. and then we came running right back to the same fucking thing. Yeah, I can't help but feel that way. I, I've felt that way for a while. Mm-hmm. So when I say that the the wild shit that's transpired um, doesn't make me discount the potentiality for more wild shit like that, but at the same time, I'm skeptical 
that these motherfuckers are not all colluding and yeah. and getting a, a young unproven kind of fucking absurd justice in there mm-hmm. is just a way of allowing um laws to pass things to slip by they're going to work in the favor financially of yeah. certain people yeah so and the, you know i read like a little bit earlier just like kind of like her profile you know she she doesn't the the feel from the different things that i've read is that like she's just kind of a not to use the term loosely but i'm going to use it loosely she's just a guy you know what i mean and uh it's someone that but just finger guy yeah finger gunning you know and like um they talked about the interview that they had with uh that she had with donald trump and and how like they were like man you your personalities don't really jive at all you know what i mean um, and I like to think that each of the justices are, they kind of have some just kind of a, just, <laughs> all right. I think it's just each justice has like a, if you want to call it like a, you can be like, you can look at them and be like, oh, I, I can tell why this president picked you. You know what I mean? And, uh, I don't, I don't get why she, I can see why, what's his name got picked. Um, or am I blanking on the Kavanaugh, you know? But not not this lady here, <laughs> Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um. I, and I again, would love I, to I, see, like, just like they said, I would love to see that that the Supreme Court be expanded to have more people. That like it should kind of be like Canada, you know, where it, it's it's a representation of each type of person, if you will. Now it's a little bit different <laughs> with with the America that we've got right now. You know, I kind of want to make the the joking reference that Dave Chappelle uses when he says the alphabet people. <laughs> like, there's just so many, you know, like y'all got to pick one to represent you here. But but straight up, I think it would be um, if there was a good representation of like every type of person, not every type of political office. Do you see or not? Not if it wasn't so much about like where they fell politically, but who they are as a person. I'd like to see something like that, but maybe that's just a little bit of a pipe dream and they wouldn't be able to get shit done. Who knows? Well, again, it's the system works the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. And they're always adjusting it. It's always upgrading. It just doesn't so, seem like the upgrading and, and adjusting is happening fast enough. There's just, there's things oh, it, like, no, I don't it, understand, it, you know, when, when, it's when been Pence said fast. like, we've been, he's like, why would we change the Supreme Court? It's been the same way for, you know, a hundred and something years. It was like, you know, I bet they thought that when they were making the the call about abolishing slavery, you know what I mean? It's like, why would we change that? It's been perfectly fine for this law. Like it's bruh, okay for things to be changed. Well, bruh, but that's, that's the thing is that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like yeah, they, if, if, if getting there sincerely, and this is cliche as fuck, Sincerely, we're playing checkers, or a lot of motherfuckers is playing checkers. Yeah. And they're playing chess on this shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's the system is functioning exactly as it was designed to, and it does adapt and it upgrades. And I would assert that it, it that it is outpacing us as far as how quickly it's upgrading and how much control that yeah. it's exerting over us. Yeah, because and while we have that, we've got Facebook, we've got 
TikTok. We've got all these other things to keep us distracted from the game being played. Yeah, and and we're comfortable. And yeah. and it's and it's throw throw cheap shit at them. Things mm-hmm. that that we can manufacture for pennies on the dollar overseas, then charge them a fuckload for. Yeah. Relative to their incomes, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're really wealthy and you buy even a super nice big flat screen TV, it's yeah. such a small modicum of your overall income and it doesn't matter. But the same TV to somebody that makes $20,000 a year is a different kind of motherfucking thing. You know what Agreed. I'm saying? Agreed. Well, but I, I don't want to go too crazy off the rails or anything like that, but let me get your final word on, on the debate. What is like your final review before we jump off? This is bullshit. It was, it was, Pence maintaining. Mm-hmm. It was Pence maintaining. It was it was be vanilla. Um, try to back her into a corner to answer questions that will alienate her from a potential part of her base. The same tactic can't be utilized on Trump and Pence because their base is going to vote for them no matter what. Um the only appeal that they genuinely from what I can see have is fear of a Biden and Harris presidency. And the majority of the fear that they're sowing or actually the totality of fear that they're sowing is to me completely ludicrous because Biden and Harris are fucking Reagan Republicans, man. We're electing Reagan. Actually, and again, I've I've broken record. I said it earlier. They're fucking right of of Reagan. Like Reagan was all about taking assault weapons away. And and like Mm -hmm. you said, there was the Iran-Contra scandal. But as far as the American people were concerned, Ronald Reagan was super anti-motherfuckers owning like AR-15s and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah you've you've got chaos versus what amounts to 1980s republicans mm-hmm. and if you're voting for chaos right now you're voting in accordance with fear yes There's no other fucking reason mm-hmm. I, and and i would i would love for somebody to concisely give me another fucking reason. If you can think of another legitimate reason, and I swear to God, if I see a fucking paragraph, I'm not reading it. It's got to be concise. Like, and if you say, well, that's not fair, Chris, well, you can eat my ass. These are my rules. I, if, <laughs> if, if, if I'm, it shouldn't take you more than a sentence to articulate something. And if it makes enough sense then we can have a discussion about it, but running on fear is there one fucking angle. And Kamala Harris knew that the last debate worked in their campaign's favor. Mm -hmm. She coasted for the most part. And then she did probably half a dozen, at least, uh, at least commercials for Joe Biden. Yeah, I agree with that. There was uh, (laughs) my friend just uh, (laughs) what a bitch. She just uh, responded. I made a post about I said the fly and she goes, it was Mike Pence's only black friend. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 he got oh, out of there. You know? He dipped. 
Uh, that is the only black person supporting him right now. No, that's that's not true. I, uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, God, you know, God that, damn. That, speaking of that, that makes me um, wonder, like the the black people. How, how did they react last week whenever he didn't whenever Trump didn't denounce it? You know, the black people that supported him. It's got to put you in a weird position, you know? No, like, no, man. Think they're no. still doubled down? Yeah. You think uh, you think that fucking is the deal breaker? Come on. Fair man. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> think about think about the catalog of shit. Like it it's willful ignorance at this point, at the very yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's self-hate at the worst, but it's willful yeah. ignorance at the best. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I get it. Well, anyway, I just uh, I, I do want to thank you for taking the time to jump on here. Uh, I don't think I'll treat this like a normal episode. I just want to I'll do something. I will release it. Obviously, I'll release it tomorrow. But yeah, I well, think have, as we as we move Cl- forward, do what? See if see if Cleasy can whip up something. Yeah, sleazy. yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll find out if he can do some some sleazy shit for us. But uh, I do want to. Um, continue doing more like this you know as i know you're going to be doing something tomorrow right is that true yeah i'm actually um and i was the only host that showed up to the meeting tonight about what's supposed to go down tomorrow but we're doing a uh, virtual round table i guess less of a round table more moderated than anything where I'll be hosting um, the uh, city commissioner candidates, as many as eight of them that are running for city commissioner. Um, I don't expect all eight to show up. I'll shit my pants if they do. Um, I'm going to try not to curse while I'm doing this, but I'm going to be myself when I interact with these candidates and I am going to ask them questions that are probably going to make them uncomfortable, but I feel like that's kind of my job at this point. Um, yeah. But it's for uh, Talk It Out, Bowling Green, and it's going to be streaming live um, tomorrow evening at... Fuck, I should really know this, shouldn't I? Um, goddamn, I can't remember. I think it's like five or some shit. Yeah. I, I'd, they'd be terribly disappointed in me if I didn't know. But <laughs> all I knew is I took off that afternoon so that I could I could handle business on there. But good, good. Um, uh, Doctor Die is supposed to be my co-host on there, but we hadn't heard from her yet. But we'll see what's up. And then also, uh, they were the talking out BG folks were curious if you and I would be willing to use our platform to pursue uh, more in depth. Um, conversations with the yeah. individual candidates. Yeah, I was I was hoping to do that. Yeah, I don't mind doing that. Well, get on it, Kalu. Use your fucking Nigerian dimples and get that <laughs> shit fucking done. Hello, my name is Kylo. I would like to have a conversation with you. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, well, shit, okay." All right. All you had to well, do was say it in that I accent. Can't... Yeah, be like, hey. Do not say no. <laughs> Look at your old I am the captain now motherfucking accent, dude. You better stop. I hate you. That's fucking racist, dude. Damn. Fuck you. It's not racist, you bitch. <laughs> I said I am the captain now. 
You're more racist than me. You making fun of uh, fucking poor East Africans. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for calling it East because that's what it, well, it, it is. I mean, it is. Motherfuckers in East Africa are as ethnically different as Italians are to like Greece. fucking Icelandic people. Yep. 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 All right. Well, guys, I thank you for your time on this one. Hopefully you guys did find value in this. Uh, If anyone does want to engage in any sort of political discourse with us, we are going to be keeping it pretty political from now until the end of the election, probably a little bit of time afterwards, depending on what America looks like. Uh, So uh, keep doing great things. We'll follow the ask. Please be safe. Take care of yourselves. Wear a fucking mask. Do all the good shit. And we are out. Peace.